Hi, this is Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And finally, I have some good Disneyland reopening news. Good, at least for us non-California residents. I've been waiting for this announcement for I don't even know how long, and it's finally here. So beginning June 15th, non-California residents are allowed back in Disneyland. So beginning June 15th, everybody is welcome at Disneyland. So I want to read you the official statement from the Disney Parks blog. It says, Today we are pleased to announce the beginning June 15th, 2021, we will once again be able to welcome travelers from outside the state of California back to our theme parks. Out-of-state visitors may now begin booking their return to the parks on Disneyland.com. Until June 15th, all guests visiting the Disneyland Resort must be California residents visiting in groups no larger than of no larger than three households. Um, I've been getting lots of questions about like vaccines and requirements to enter. So let me keep reading and you can get that information. The state of California strongly recommends that all guests be fully vaccinated or obtain a negative COVID-19 test prior to entering the theme parks. So the state of California recommends that you're vaccinated or have a negative COVID test to go, but Disney themselves will not be checking vaccinations or COVID tests. It's just kind of... That's what's recommended. Um, All guests will be required to wear an approved face covering throughout their visit at the Disneyland Resort. So everyone will still have to wear a face mask, but no temperature checks. And it's just an exciting time. It's an exciting announcement. I could not be happier. Also, they announced that beginning immediately you can now make theme park reservations for 120 days out which is very exciting and so i mean before it was 60 days i think or was it 30 i don't know i wasn't able to make reservations so i didn't pay close attention but now you can do 120 days out which as of right now is like end of september ish sorry Smokey's being loud i have a puppy named Smokey who's eight months old and he was just napping until I start recording and then he all of a sudden decides that he needs to eat or find a toy or he doesn't want to be quiet. Anyway, if you're planning on visiting, I would make your theme park reservations as soon as you are able. Um, Disney has opened up more park availability, but we just don't know how quickly things are going to book up. So Um, I'm going to be visiting in July and then also again in September. So I've made park reservations for both of those trips and I can hardly wait. Can't wait to be back in the parks. Um, If you are still needing tickets, you can buy them through my friends at Getaway Today. They're my favorite place to buy tickets. I've been using them for 15 years and they're so flexible and you can get a discount too, which who doesn't love that? Plus they have great um, deals on hotels. They're just amazing all around, and I love them. Um, With them, you buy your tickets, and then they email you your ticket numbers, and then you go on the Disneyland website to make your reservation. So yesterday when I bought tickets, um, they emailed me, I think it was 65 seconds 
after I booked my tickets, then I had my ticket numbers in the email and I was able to go and make park reservations super fast, which was amazing because the Disneyland website was having trouble again yesterday when people were trying to buy tickets and make park reservations because everybody crowds that website and it just can't handle it. So it's nice to go through Getaway today because they don't have those issues. So if you're still looking for tickets, I'll put a link to them in my show notes. You don't have to wait to buy tickets. Like if you're not going until December or January, tickets don't expire until December of 2022. So I would get your tickets now just so you have them so that the moment that you are able to make park reservations 120 days in advance, you can do that. You don't have to worry about getting your tickets because you already have them. You can just go in and enter the numbers and you're good to go. This is the last week of school for my kids, and then it's summertime at our house. My oldest graduated from high school a couple days ago, so he's totally done and so happy. And my other kids just have a couple more days, and then it's summertime. We are getting ready for a vacation that we're taking that we're all really excited about. Um, I'm going to be sharing some of it on Instagram, so keep an eye out for that. But we're excited to be doing that, and we're just... Excited to not have to worry about school and making lunches and homework and all of the things that comes with it. So thank goodness it's summer. We'll see how long I keep my positive attitude about summer. (laughs) I'm excited to be talking about beating the heat at Disneyland today. I am going in July, like I mentioned, and so I've been thinking a lot about how that's going to look. I know it's going to be hot and... I'm going to be sharing all of my tips and tricks with you about how you can beat the heat at Disneyland because I think a lot of you are going to be visiting this summer. So I have a lot of ways that I have used to make visiting the parks in the heat more bearable, more fun. It's still going to be great. If you're going in the summer, don't worry about it. It's going to be great. There's things you can do. Yes, it will be hot, but it's going to be great. So I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will jump right in with beating the heat at the Disney parks. Hey, have you heard about Melissa's magic mail? If not, let me tell you all about it. I'm super excited about it. I have started a new thing called Melissa's magic mail. I love getting magic things in the mail, Disney related items. I think it's so fun. And so I thought it would be fun to kind of spread some of the love around. So every month I am going to be sending out magic mail to one lucky person. In May, it's a $25 Disney gift card. In June, I haven't announced it yet, but it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited about June's giveaway. Uh, Check my Instagram. I'll be talking about it on there soon. All you need to do to enter is to sign up for my newsletter. Don't worry, I don't send a bunch of spam stuff out all the time. Occasionally, I will send messages um, about exciting Disney news or Disney discounts or things that are important that I think that you will want to know about. But every month, I'll choose from my email list somebody to send a little magic mail to. So if you'd like to sign up for that, you can check out the link in the show notes.
All right, let's jump right in. Beating the heat at Disneyland. It's possible. Don't let it scare you. You've got this. It's possible to still have a great time at Disneyland when it's hot, but you do need to plan ahead a little bit and be prepared. The number one thing you can do when it's hot at Disneyland is to arrive early. And this is actually the number one thing you can do anytime you're visiting the Disney parks to avoid crowds, but it's especially important during the summertime or anytime that it's hot. Um, Disneyland often gets hot in September and October too, but anyway, I'm getting off track. Anytime you're visiting Disneyland, arriving early is so important, but even more important in the heat. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh man, I went a long way around trying to get that phrase out. Anyway, I did a family reunion or we had a family reunion back in June a few years ago, and I was in charge of my whole family getting them through Disneyland happily. And we had, I think, 20 people with us. And so on the first day, I made everybody get up early and be there an hour before park opening so that we could be there for rope drop. And people complained. Oh my goodness, they complained. And I kept telling everyone, listen, give me this one day. Please listen to me for one day. And the rest of the trip, I won't bother you at all. If you can show up whenever you want, but just this one day, please listen to me. Let's arrive early and just trust me. And by the end of the day, every single person was like, oh, I see why you wanted us here so early. I'm like, exactly. Listen to me. I have the answers. <laughs> So when you get there early, you beat the heat, number one, because it doesn't get hot until later in the afternoon, and the crowds are low. So not only is it not hot, the crowds are lower, and you can run around and accomplish a ton of rides during the morning hours when it's cooler and the crowds are low. Now, I know that everybody recommends getting to the parks early, and everybody knows this trick, but not many people can actually do it. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody tries to get up early and everybody tries to get there early, but it just doesn't happen for a lot of people, no matter their intentions. But not you. You are going to be able to get there early <laughs> and you're going to make it happen because it is so worth it. So when we go to the parks, I get everything ready the night before. Like when we had a little kids, then I would unload the stroller and repack it for the next day. I would pack snacks for the next day. I would put everything right by the door. I would lay out the kids clothes. Like all my family is asleep and I'm up in the hotel getting things ready for at least an extra hour or so the night before. I would shower the night before. I would do every single thing possible so that when we got up, it was so easy for us to just walk out the door. If I didn't do these things, there was no way we were going to be able to get there early for rope drop and we would miss all of the cooler weather and all of the low crowds. So if you plan ahead, you can totally be there early, beat the heat, beat the crowds, so worth it. Making a simple plan is also incredibly important if you're going to be visiting during the hotter months. Um, if you know what rides to avoid and what rides to go on, it can make all the difference. You're going to want to avoid rides with long lines that are in the sun in the middle of the day. You're going to want to focus on things like shady lines or shows or things like that 
in the middle of the day. So I recommend just sitting down, making a small plan, doing a little re bit of research. I have a blog post all about beating the heat at Disneyland, so I'll link that also in the show notes. But do a little bit of research and figure out what rides you want to avoid in the middle of the day. You don't want to be standing in line for Peter Pan at three o'clock in the afternoon in July. You just don't. It would be the worst. So let's talk about some rides that would be rides and attractions that would be good options for you when it's getting hot. Uh, let's start with Disneyland uh, in Fantasyland. Fantasyland is tricky in the middle of the day. There's not a lot of shade and lines get long. So I recommend avoiding Fantasyland during the afternoons if you can. Um, especially it's a small world. That has a long boat ride which is really nice and cool and air conditioned but dang that line is so sunny and so hot so if the line's short it's a small world might be a good option if the line is long skip it do it another time um, all the lines in Fantasyland are partially shaded but in the afternoons they're long and it's hot so Fantasyland I would kind of skip in the mid-afternoon in the hot months Toontown has the Toontown houses where you can meet the characters and go in and explore and this is a good option for being inside and out of the heat. That's a good option. They also have Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin which has a really long line that's all indoors and air conditioned. If you go the fast pass option then you'll miss all of that but it's winding and long but it's cool so if you are going to be waiting in a long line anyway for a ride it might as well be roger rabbit's cartoon spin because at least then you get some air condition and you will be out of the heat over in tomorrowland buzz lightyear is a little shady but the ride's inside that's one that i would skip um finding nemo is kind of the same the ride is nice and cool but sometimes the line can get really hot. They do have parts of it that are shaded, which helps. Over in Tomorrowland, I do recommend the Star Wars Launch Bay because there's so many things to go in and do. Usually you don't have to wait to get inside and you can just go in and explore without any waiting and it's all inside and it's all air conditioned. Space Mountain is another one that I recommend. It's mostly shaded or parts of it are inside, so you can do that one. And the ride's nice and dark, which just feels even better on a hot day. And same with Star Tours, mostly shaded. It's all inside, nice and cool. If you are over in Critter Country, Splash Mountain obviously is a great choice because you're going to get wet. So that's a good choice. And sometimes Winnie the Pooh, if it's a short line, the line is partially shaded and the in it's an indoor attraction, but it can get long and hot. New Orleans Square is a great option because they have Haunted Mansion, which is a long ride all inside, all in the air conditioning, and there's that little indoor walkthrough part. Um, plus, the line is pretty shaded and it usually moves fairly quickly. Uh, Pirates is another one that's a really good option because it's a long ride. And it's all inside, it's all shaded. And the line for that one is partially outside, partially inside, but the outside part is mostly shaded also. Um, over in Adventureland, I would recommend the Tiki Room, of course. That's always a great option to sit with a Dole Whip 
in the nice cool air condition and watch the show that's a great option and then indiana jones is a really great because the line is usually long and it's mostly inside if you go the fast pass route if you're going standby a lot of it is outside and it could get pretty hot but if you have a fast pass that's a great option to go with let's see did i get everything oh main street let's talk about main street Beating the Heat on Main Street, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is a really great one because it's never crowded. You just get to sit, watch a show in the air conditioning. That's amazing. And the Main Street Cinema plays little Mickey Mouse cartoons continuously so you can go in there. Also, shopping. Um, Middle of the afternoon is a great time to shop along Main Street. Many of the shops are all connected so you don't even have to go outside. You can just walk right through a lot of them. And take a little break that way. I also enjoy riding on the Disneyland Railroad when it's hot because, I mean, a lot of it is still outside, but it's you're sitting in the shade and you just get to sit. And I've ridden that sometimes more than once. It's a 20-minute loop if you do the whole thing. And I've had sleeping kids that I've ridden with and we just went around a few times. and It was perfect. So that's a nice place to take a break also. All right, over in California, Adventure, there are some great options for the middle of the day too. Number one is probably Grizzly River Rapids because you're going to get wet. That's always a good one midday. Um, Soren is awesome. It's mostly shaded and a lot of it you will be waiting indoors. Plus it's a nice, cool, air-conditioned ride. Um, you could do Redwood Creek Challenge Trail but it just depends on the day. Some days it's really hot. There is a little bit of shade, but I think you just kind of have to play that one by ear. Um, over on Pixar Pier, The Little Mermaid is a great option because it's so shaded. The line is mostly covered also, and so that one, and the line always moves quickly, so that one's a great option. The ride is it's fairly long, and it's all air-conditioned, nice and cool. Um, Toy Story Midway Mania, it's a little shaded sometimes I think it depends on the time of day because sometimes that line gets really hot so I feel like um, Disney or California Adventure doesn't have as many ride options as some of you know over it as Disneyland does that's what I'm trying to say uh, there is Monsters Inc which is mostly inside the line is and that's a nice ride but California Adventure does have some great options in Animation Academy that are really fun. It can get a little crowded in there on busy days, but they have the Sorcerer's Workshop in there, Turtle Talk with Crush. You can meet characters like Elsa and Anna. So that's pretty great. We always try to head over there if we're going to be there in the heat. Another good option are shows. We like to take a break after lunch and go see a show. Mickey's Magical Map over at Disneyland is an awesome option. I like to get some treats and sit there and just watch. It's the cutest show. I hope they bring that back. That's a fun one. Um, they also have in California Adventure, they have Disney Junior Dance Party, which is so fun, so shaded, and your little kids will love it. That one's fun. And then also Frozen, live at the Hyperion we never see that one in the morning. We always save that one for afternoon. It's a whole hour and it's all air conditioned and it feels amazing. So plan on that later in the afternoon. That is a great way to take a break and still be very entertained. Okay, I know I ran through those a little fast, but I put it all in the blog post. So go back and check that out. 
if you are going to be there in the heat, dining reservations are something you might want to think about for the middle of the day. Grab them for lunch so you are guaranteed a nice, shady, cool spot to sit and take a break. Sometimes this is just what you need to recharge and be ready for the rest of your day. Um, if you don't have dining reservations, there are still a lot of great quick service places that you can take a break in the shade or air conditioning and have a meal. So over at DCA, I recommend Paradise Gardens. There's tons of seating. I love places with tons of seating. Does anyone else get super stressed when you walk in somewhere and there's no seats? It's one of the things that stresses me out more than anything, not just at Disneyland, but anywhere. Like we have gone places and then turned around and walked back out because I'm like, I can't deal. I can't deal with fighting people for a table. I can't handle it. So I, I love Paradise Gardens because there's so much seating. You never have to worry about finding a table. Plus it's all shaded. They have these little uh, shade structures, pergola type things over the top. They have some fans going and it's really a nice place to take a break. They have flows over at DCA, which I love flows. They're fried chicken mashed potatoes. It's one of my favorite things to eat at the park. They've got lots of inside um, air conditioned seating and same with Smoke Jumpers Grill. If you're at DCA and looking for some shady spots that are quick service, those ones are good options. Over at Disneyland, then Hungry Bear has a lot of shaded places to eat and lots of tables. Rancho Del Zocalo is one of my favorite favorite places because they have free refills on drinks and they have my favorite cinnamon chips. Have you had their cinnamon chips? They're amazing. They don't have them all the time, just sometimes. And they also have chips with this lime salt on them that are really good too. Ooh, so check for the cinnamon chips next time you go. Golden Horseshoe is an amazing place to get some air conditioning and eat. And if you're lucky, you can even catch a show. They have lots of seating Upstairs, they have even more. So if you go in and feel like it's crowded, they have seating upstairs too. So check that out. Plaza Inn is another good one. Pizza Port and Red Rose Tavern. They're all air conditioned or shaded and great options. If your hotel is close, you might want to consider taking a break midday. This is actually a really great idea in the heat, especially if you have small kids. You can head back to your hotel take a nap if you can convince them to, or maybe swim. I like to take a shower, been all sweaty, and then head back later in the day when it's starting to cool off and you just feel so refreshed and ready to take on the night. I understand this option isn't the best for lots of people. There's been lots of times when we're visiting as a family that this just isn't an option because we're there for such a short amount of time. We don't want to take time out of our day to go back to the hotel and take a break when we could be enjoying Disneyland, even though it's hot. So that might not be an option for you. Think about it though, because it might be. If not, like I said before, just plan your day so that those couple of hours when it's the hottest, you are doing inside attractions or shows or eating at a restaurant and you are out of the heat, it will make a huge difference. If you don't want to totally leave the parks, but you want to leave the parks a little bit, at Disney's Grand California lobby is amazing it's nice and shaded and cool and they usually on hot days have free ice water sitting out and they have lots of seating and you can go and just sit and take a break for a few minutes and it's amazing so if you happen to be over at california adventure you could just scoot over there real quick 
take a break but not actually be leaving the parks and then you're nice and close and you can bop back over to California Adventure. That's an option too. Now we love a good cold treat so I couldn't not talk about cold treats. They help out so much on hot days. My favorites are Dole Whip floats. I love the float version. No one else in my family prefers the float version. They all want just the plain boring ice cream but I love the pineapple soft serve with the pineapple juice in my opinion it is the very best and I love it so much but then at least I don't have to share with anybody because nobody else prefers it so that's good we also love getting ice cream at Gibson Girl ice cream parlor or over at the Ghirardelli soda shop is that what it's called I don't remember I think so we love those places um There's a lot of options. The ice cream bars that they sell in the little stands are good. My kids all love the Mickey ice cream sandwiches and the ice cream bars that are covered in chocolate. And I had bought them those for years, but I'd never actually tried them. And I tried the ice cream bar, the one that's dipped in chocolate just recently, and I was blown away. It was so good. I don't know how I have been missing out on it all these years, but it was amazing. So now that's always on my list an ice cream bar. Oh, they're so good. And they're not the same as the ones you see at the grocery store. Don't don't eat one of those and think that they're the same because they are not. All right, coming prepared is so important. Along with having a plan and avoiding certain rides and things like that, if you're not prepared for the heat, you're going to be miserable. So please come prepared. Um, water, is obviously the very most important thing. You're going to need to be drinking a lot of water. Disney has water that they will give you, but it's just not enough. You need to have your water bottles and you need to be refilling them and you need to be drinking a lot. We have a cooler backpack that we bring that we freeze water bottles in the hotel before we get there and so they stay cold and just kind of melt throughout the day so we always have cold water. Because I don't know about you, but drinking warmish water that's been sitting in my bag all day is not very appealing and it's not appealing to my kids if I want my kids to drink water it needs to be cold so we always bring refillable water bottles or the disposable water bottles and we make sure there's lots of ice or they're frozen so that they can stay cool I also like to have the flavoring packets for water that helps it helps my kids drink more water if it's flavored and everybody's just happier if they're hydrated. Disney will give you free cups of water at any of the quick service restaurants. It's ice water and sometimes we'll use those to refill water bottles or I always just grab some at any of the quick service restaurants just so that we have them and drink extra water. It's just always a good idea. Keep in mind they do have the drinking fountains and water bottle refill stations also. One thing that we've found to be so helpful in the heat is cooling towels. Now, I think that Disneyland sells these sometimes, but they're super expensive. We've just bought ours on Amazon. Um, they're, they're so great. I was a little skeptical. I'm like, how can these make such a difference? But there's these fabrics. It's kind of like a rubbery fabric. I don't know how else to describe it. It's really stiff and hard when you first get it, and then you get it wet and we just keep ours in a Ziploc bag. So I wet it when we're at our hotel before we go, keep it in a Ziploc bag, and then it's ready to go when someone gets hot. So you put it around your neck, and there's something about having something wet and cool against your neck, against those like the carotid, carotid, how do you say that? I don't know, those arteries (laughs) in your neck. 
that are really helpful at keeping your whole body cool, at cooling your entire body. So we'll we'll re-wet them. Carotid, it's bothering me. I think it's carotid artery. I'm going with that. Anyway, sorry. So we'll re-wet them in the bathrooms when they start to dry out. And then when no one's using them, we just stick them back in the Ziploc bags. They're ready to go. You can also wash them in your washing machine, I found out when we got home. So they're totally reusable and they are worth every penny, especially if you buy them for cheaper somewhere else. I think Walmart has them sometimes, but that's something that you definitely should look into. We also have loved having neck fans. We have these little rechargeable fans that go around our neck. Make sure you pull your hair back though. That's a tip or else your hair is going to get twisted in. Don't ask me how I know but they are rechargeable and you just push a little button and the fan blows air right in your face, which is so helpful. Um, Our kids loved these. They made a huge difference. So neck fans, cooling towels, add those to your list if you're going to be there this summer. They are game changers and make a huge difference. Sunscreen, do I even need to bring this up? It's so important. My family, half of us have super fair skin, including myself. And if I'm outside for more than seven minutes in the sun. I'm going to get burned. So we bring tons of sunscreen and we reapply and reapply and reapply. And my kids get so annoyed and so frustrated with me, but that's just what we have to do to survive being at Disney in the heat or being anywhere really when it's sunny. We do the same thing. So sunscreen is important. Make sure you have some of that. I'm sure they have it at the parks if you forget, but it's going to be cheaper if you bring your own. All right. A hat is also very important. I like to bring a big sun hat because I hate having the sun on my face. So a big sun hat is awesome or a baseball cap, any kind you want really, but a hat is very helpful. I also like to have hair ties. I don't want my hair in my face or on my neck when it's hot. So I make sure I have hair ties. I talked about a cooler backpack. I'm just looking through my list. Cool, Our cooler backpack, you guys, has made such a difference. We can just carry all kinds of things that were off limits before because we can keep them cold now. And we can take them on every single ride because at Disneyland, you can take your backpack with you wherever you go. Very helpful. Sunglasses, I always keep sunglasses with me. I like to have flip-flops for the water rides. I just, I don't like wet tennis shoes. Does anybody like wet tennis shoes? No, but I will just switch them out real quick and put on my flip-flops for the water rides and it's made me enjoy the water rides so much more when I'm not stressed about my tennis shoes getting wet. Uh, We talked about water bottles. Oh, an umbrella. I like to bring an umbrella, not for the rain, but for the sun. Sometimes in those lines, there is literally no shade, but if you can whip out your umbrella, you can create your own shade, which is so helpful. You wouldn't think it would be that helpful, but it's helpful. So think about an umbrella, not one of those huge ones, just a little tiny one that you can pull out if you need it. It could be helpful. So I have got all of this information in that blog post. I've got links to the things that we use if you want to check it out. But to recap, just going in with a plan is so helpful. Get there early, get on as many rides as you can, and then have a plan for the afternoon. Decide if you're going back to your hotel or what you're going to do to take a break and get out of the sun for a little while. That will make all the difference. And then be prepared. Have all the things that you need so that you can be comfortable and have a great vacation. If you're feeling overwhelmed, 
let me know how I can help you. I've got lots of information on my blog. You could send me a message through my email or through DM me on Instagram, but let me know what I can do to help or if you have any questions. I do make custom Disney plans. So if you are needing something more custom, you don't have the time or the energy to go through and create something for yourself, let me know because I make custom plans where you tell me about your family, you tell me your their ages, what what your goals are for your family vacation and I create a custom plan just for you that helps you avoid lines helps you get on all the rides that you want to meet the characters that you want to meet I work in breaks if you want that kind of thing and meal reservations and tell you where to stand for parades and fireworks and all kinds of stuff so if that seems helpful I can totally do that for you too but let me know if you have any questions Like I mentioned before, we're getting ready for a vacation. It's actually a huge vacation. We're traveling all the way to the other side of the world, literally 10,000 miles away, and we're all excited about it and a little anxious and a little stressed. It's a big deal going that far. So we've been planning this for so long, and it's finally here. We are actually going to South Africa to visit my parents who live there. So I'll be sharing some of the highlights of our adventure on Instagram, but I am going to take a couple weeks off from the podcast so I can spend time with my family in South Africa. So I will be back soon with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.